Capitalism has always evolved to reflect the values of the society that it serves. And we see this idea of a capitalism that is working for more people, for more stakeholders. That is what we should aspire to. And when the pendulum is swung in too far in favor of one particular stakeholder, the shareholder, in other words, I think we've sort of forgotten a little bit about really what drives investment and business success over the long term. Traditional corporate practices got us to a life-threatening climate and unjust society. Changing this trajectory needs bold solutions from diverse thinkers. Welcome to Impact Reimagined, the podcast that helps you discover and envision a future where humanity's greatest problems are solved. I am Dr. Noah Gaffney, Executive Director of the Rutgers Institute for Corporate Social Innovation and your host. In the 1931 best-selling book, Epic of America, James Truslow Adams coined the term the American dream. He called it the dream of a land where life could be richer and fuller for everyone, and with equal opportunity for everyone to succeed. But what happens when the economic system isn't addressing the issues that matter the most to Americans? In order to restore faith in the American dream, Today's guest, Martin Whitaker, believes that businesses should invest time and capital into what the public truly cares about. He founded Just Capital to measure and improve company performance based on issues that matter most to all stakeholders. In this episode, Martin explains why capitalism needs to be realigned today so the system works for everyone. He emphasizes how data can highlight issues important to the public and guide companies to achieve those goals. Martin was drawn to ESG and the sustainable finance industry early on in his career. He launched Just Capital in 2013 after working in investment firms guiding organizations to drive a positive impact. What we're really trying to do at Just is sort of incentivize companies to think about success and what drives success in a slightly different way. You know, we're trying to connect how companies perform, how they behave with how Main Street America, ordinary Americans think about business or what people prioritize, what issues they care about. Just Capital conducts polling to find out what issues Americans consider essential to a fair business. In their most recent survey, they concluded that people care first and foremost about how companies treat their workers, followed by their communities and customers. Their annual ranking assesses the performance of America's largest companies on these issues. We don't really talk about sustainability. We don't talk about ESG. People don't really know what those things are for the most part. But when you ask people, like, what do you care about? What matters to you? You get a very insightful and very common sense kitchen table set of issues. And, you know, as is pretty obvious by now, like, I believe that in the private sector is an incredibly powerful lever of change to make the world a better place. And so that happens through incentives. So what we try to do at Just is create the scorecard for how companies are doing on the issues that people care about. That scorecard is in the form of rankings and other trackers and other data that we put out. It's very data-driven. We're not political. There's no, we don't put our finger on the scale. It's really 
honestly trying to measure how companies are, you know, really stack up. What are they doing? And then we lift up leadership. We celebrate leaders. We, we tell a story. We make the business case for why leadership by companies on certain issues, you know, like fair pay and investing in their workforce, why that's such a strong business case. So that's all about the incentives. And, you know, if you can create a race to the top across a lot of these issues, good things are going to happen. Martin believes that Just Capital's research points to a more evolved form of capitalism. According to one of their 2022 surveys, 68% of Americans believe that capitalism is not working for the average person. Capitalism has always improved. It's always evolved to reflect the values of the society that it serves. And we see this idea of a capitalism that is working for more people, for more stakeholders, a form of capitalism that provides for long-term prosperity and is sustainable in the traditional sense of the word, that is what we should aspire to. And when the pendulum is swung in too far in favor of one particular stakeholder, which, let's face it, over the last couple of decades, it has, the shareholder, in other words, I think we've sort of forgotten a little bit about really what drives investment and business success over the long term. And all our data and a lot of data and research that I've seen elsewhere, and many business leaders that we talk to, many CEOs that we talk to would say, well, the path to long-term financial competitive success is through investing in people. It is through investing in the communities where we operate. It is about being efficient and thinking about how we interact with the environment so our business is sustainable, not subject to financial risk. And so if we look at the stakeholder model through a business lens, not a political lens, through a business lens, the case for stakeholder value creation becomes incredibly powerful. Anyone who's built anything, you know that the profits and your financial success follows from the investments you make in people, the innovation that you bring, you know, the quality of your products and your service and all of those basics, those are the things that really matter. And if we can do those better, then sure, shareholders will do better. So we make the business case. We think about capitalism working for more people. We look for stories to show that that's happening. And we're also honest about trade-offs. I think there is a way that we can think about a form of capitalism that creates more value for more stakeholders over a longer period of time. Just Capital's 2022 polling also shows us the public's faith in what Martin calls conscious capitalism. According to their research, 81% of Americans believe businesses should be a force for change that serves all workers. But Martin explains that companies still hesitate to take action. And that's because they don't believe that what is best for workers is best for them too. The big innovation really becomes in how we think about value creation and measurement of that. We haven't really connected the dots. We still think about workers as a cost. One of the things that I think is really lacking is data. We don't really have strong data to support a lot of the analysis that needs to be done to understand how capital allocation can drive stakeholder value creation in an optimal way. So that's, I think, really important. We need more and better quality data, more standardized data. We can compare companies. Needs to be a lot of innovation there. I would also say there's a need for 
to think a little bit differently about business. It's sort of the narrative. I find a lot of the debate around stakeholder capitalism is really a confusion around definition, around what exactly we're talking about. We need to establish a way to think differently and about a narrative around business and trust in society in order for us to work together to drive some of these changes that need to be made. So if you disagree about the facts and you can't even establish any kind of common ground on where you need to go, like it becomes very difficult to make progress. So I think the human side, the social science side, we do a lot of that obviously through our, our own public opinion research, but then on data and analysis around the sort of total stakeholder return, those two areas, I would say, is still plenty of room for progress to be made. You talk a little bit about changing the narrative. What is the narrative that you think we should and could be talking about instead? Well, I think the, the narrative we should be talking about is how business and capital can create a better future for more people. I think we sort of tend to look at business, I mean... I don't know if you've seen the latest Edelman polling, but businesses now become one of the most trusted institutions, especially my company, quote unquote, and my colleagues and my CEO. And polling all the way back will tell you that small businesses, small and medium-sized enterprises are typically among the most trusted organizations, certainly way more than government and more recently more than nonprofit and other academia. So that being the case, it seems like we look to companies and those around us for our information and for, you know, ideas on the path forward. And we seem to place more trust in those organizations in order to help us as individuals create that better future for ourselves. So that is the narrative that I'm interested in having. We need to talk more about that. And if we can figure out, okay, What exactly does that look like? How do we know it's happening? How do we know that companies are doing the right thing? For this shift towards a more conscious capitalism, companies need to first understand that certain communities don't feel recognized by the American economy. More importantly, what is good for all their stakeholders can be good for their business and shareholders too. How do we restore faith in the American dream? How do you give people a clear path to prosperity? I mean, that's what everybody wants. And part of the problem, I think, is many people don't feel as though the economy is working for them, whether it's politics or shareholder primacy has been practiced, that they've been sort of cut adrift. And that applies just as much to a coal miner in Pennsylvania as it does to a software engineer in the Valley. If people don't feel like the system is working for them, then that's going to create a road to division. And and ultimately, I think, you know, we see that, you know, we see a very divided society and business is one of the things that, or at least that promise of business or what it can give you, you know, shelter, food on the table, care for your kids, you know, safer college, like better yourself and your family and those around you. That's something that unites us all. And we see that in our polling, Noah. Whoever we talk to, Republican, Democrat, doesn't matter, black, white, whatever, wherever we go, whatever economic bracket, people, for the most part, when we have our focus groups and we talk about how do you see 
the economy and what matters to you, there's a lot of agreement. And honestly, that's one of the things that gives me the most hope at the moment. I feel like that is a message that is not being told. And so we see it in partly our job to create that narrative and tell the story of how business can do more, should do more, is doing more, and how people are benefiting from that. Workers, communities, customers, you know, all the stakeholders are benefiting from that. And guess what? It's better for investors too. So cut through all this mythology about the politics and the zero-sum game and why looking after stakeholders must come out of the pocket of shareholders. Like all these myths that are largely self-serving, I think we kind of cut through that and say, actually, no, there's a better way. In 2020, companies began to see the value of investing in the underrepresented. Research by Just Capital proved to be game-changing in the first year of the pandemic. We did our first rankings in 2016. People would say, why are you asking the American people anything they can't agree and they don't know anything? So I thought, hmm, okay, that's interesting. That makes me want to do it even more. And in fact, by then we knew what we were getting was a really strong signal. We didn't know how important that voice would become. But back then, you know, we were starting to do really good research, but it's hard to break through with that research. And then the other thing I would hear a lot is, we don't need another ranking. No one really, no, you know, it's not going to drive any kind of change. So, you know, we were sort of fighting a bit of an uphill battle there, but we were very data-driven. We had, I think, a strong core strategy. 2020, everything changed. And what really came to the fore was human beings, people. People mattered in business, how you treated people, how you treated communities. You had these people who, these frontline workers who prior to 2020 were seen as sort of an expense or expendable, and all of a sudden were essential, essential workers, cashiers, people driving, you know, the, the delivery trucks, like keeping the lights on. They were keeping the whole place moving, right? The whole economy moving, essential workers and to be celebrated. Then you talked about George Floyd, you know, that sort of really spotlighted the issue of racial injustice and companies were really struggling to respond to that. What do we actually do other than make another donation to the NAACP and, I don't know, put out a statement? What do we actually do on this? And so all of the issues that up until 2020, the public had been telling us mattered came to the fore. The S of ESG, if you like, jumped into the front seat. Human beings mattered. And all of our research then became much more valuable. We were tracking companies on their COVID response. We were tracking companies on how they were responding on racial equity. We were tracking companies on how they were supporting their workers throughout the pandemic, through the economic shutdown and reopening. Like It just snowballed from there. And I think people realized across the economy, especially in business, just how much human capital mattered, how you could nurture it and keep it and invest in it, why it was so relevant to business and investment. And there was a search for data and who was doing what. And we were in the right place at the right time. And we really doubled down on that. And I think that was a major turning point you know, in America, certainly around the world, for how we think about the role of business in society. Just Capital's data certainly helped companies see the issues that matter to all stakeholders. But Martin believes the real change is dependent on how fearless our corporate leaders are. 
He says that a capitalism that works for all requires leaders to be trustworthy and data-driven. I mean, I can tell you many business leaders that we talk to are struggling to navigate the complexities of today's competitive environment. They are fearful of sticking their heads up to say what they're doing for fear of being attacked politically, or even being attacked from their own stakeholders who would say, actually, you're not a good employer. Or, you know, it's almost like, unless the story is perfect and can be constructed so that it's sort of ready for primetime telling, we should stay silent. We shouldn't say anything about it. We should keep it internally. Let's not talk about it. So I'd love to see a bit more courage, I suppose, from business leaders. That's something that should be happening. We should be talking more about that. Not in a, not a punitive political way, but in a genuine attempt to try and harness this massive resource that we have that most people seem to want to do more and do better. Looking ahead, Just Capital hopes to see organizations that care more about the interests of their stakeholders. I would love to see some people step up and try and draw a much closer connection between how business can do more for ordinary people, ordinary communities. Like, I feel like that is teed up. I think, as I said, through our polling, people want more. Business is ready to do more, better for business. So I would love to see that. But I I just feel like this idea of a stakeholder-led economy uh, is within our grasp, but I just hope it's not out of reach. Instilling faith in the American dream requires our capitalist structure to address the issues that matter most to the public. And as Martin emphasizes, this means companies need to look deeply at the data pointing towards sustainable solutions that serve all. I hope we were able to share key insights that you can bring to your own organization. If you enjoyed this episode, please don't forget to subscribe to Impact Reimagined so you don't miss out on new episodes. Please also rate and leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you so much for joining us and I'll catch you all in the next episode. Impact Reimagined is produced by the Rutgers Institute for Corporate Social Innovation and Human Group Media. If you want to learn more about our work at Rutgers, visit rixie.business.rutgers.edu. Oh, 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 oh,